Recruiters Live Lounge, Episode 16. EasyPay provide funding, payroll and back office services to support the recruitment industry. Go to easypayservices.co.uk forward slash rec live lounge. Recruiters Live Lounge. Recruiterslivelounge.com Where you get to hang out with the most inspiring recruitment business leaders on the planet. Hosted by Roy Ripper. Hey everyone, welcome to Recruiters Live Lounge where you get to meet and hang out with some of the most inspiring recruitment business leaders on the planet. And today's guest in the Live Lounge is none other than Bob Kelly. And Bob is the CEO and founder of Career Planners Services Inc. And Bob's based over in the USA in Florida. Now let me tell you a bit about Bob. Um, He's worked in information technology for over 30 years, um, primarily significant experience in enterprise uh, systems and solutions. Bob founded Career Planner Services back in 1999, and his focus was on recruiting and staff augmentation in emerging technologies. Uh, One of the things that you may not know about Bob was that he also served in the United States Army, and as a result, CPSI, that's Career Planner Services, Inc., is certified by the U.S. Veterans Administration as a VOSB, a veteran-owned small business. Bob, I hope I've got that all right. How's it going? That's incredible. That is all perfect. Thank you very much. (laughs) Fantastic. So, Bob, look, before we get going, tell us a bit about yourself and the work that you do over there at uh, Career Planner Services. All right, great. Um, Well, let me first start by saying thank you. I mean, I feel like I'm, you know, you're giving me this opportunity, great opportunity to, to showcase you know, what I know and career planners. Um, I feel, I've, and I've seen all of your other interviews before, and I feel like I'm the, uh, the, um, the backup band to the Beatles or something. <laughs> so it's, um, I've, I've got, a, I've got a, a tall task to sort of live up to. Oh, listen, Bob, we're, we're really honored to have you on board. And um, despite what you've just said there, I know you're one of the most <laughs> modest people that I know. I know that a lot of our viewers and a lot of our listeners to the podcast are going to really enjoy meeting Bob Kelly and, and, and listening to parts of your journey. So I'm just really pleased to have you on board, Bob. But look, t- tell us a bit about Career Planner Services. What do you guys do over there? Great. All right. So what we do, basically, we are a staff augmentation and a recruiting company that focuses on big data Solutions and big data. I don't know if um, many of you out there are, you know, interested in this or have heard about it. But it's the collection of massive amounts of data and being able to a- analyze and create knowledge from all of this data. And with that, there are all sorts of technology companies that are spawning off of this this wave. And um, that's what we are doing. Is we are staffing those hard to find and very skilled people um, in those places. And that's from a customer's end user standpoint, but also the software vendors. So that's what we do. And Bob, you guys are based in in, in Florida in in the United States. Just for people that don't know that part of the world, tell us a bit about the the place that you guys operate from. (laughs) 
Well, it's um, currently right now we are. Um, it is a business that is out of our home. That is, a, you know, it's a small business. It is. Um, it's a very. Uh, it's a very profitable business that um, I'm very happy to be a part of. So Good. the thing is, the thing that I learned probably early or early in this whole venture was that, you know, bigger is not necessarily better. No. I mean, bigger is absolutely, I mean, you're going to be able to be invited to every party in town and companies are certainly going to know about you, but you can be a lot more nimble. You can, you can change your course at a moment's notice. I mean, when we first started out, it was enterprise solutions, which basically encompasses everything technology related, which is like boiling the ocean, trying to boil the ocean. And you know, that's not practical. Sure. So what you do is you, you focus in on a very um, uh, a narrow area and you go after it. And you don't have to be big. I'm doing quite well right now. Good. We are doing quite well. <laughs> it's a niche within a niche, isn't it? Correct. Bob, listen, we're really pleased to have you here in Recruiters Live Lounge. And I know that you're a fan. I know that you've you've seen the other interviews. You know that we like to start off each of our interviews with uh, the person's favorite success quote. What's yours? Mine. I would say, if for all of you sports fans out there, Wayne Gretzky. I don't know if you've heard of Wayne Gretzky out there. Um, they refer to him as the great one. He's the hockey player. People say that he is the greatest hockey player that ever lived. Yeah. He's got a quote uh, that he keeps get, getting used over the web, and it's, you miss 100% of the shots you never take. Right. Okay. So, and it's not about just, you know, any shot. It's a very, it's, you know, if you've got an, if you've got an opportunity and the possibility is there, go for it. Yeah. And if it makes sense, if it's aligned with everything, go for it. Don't hold back. And, and Bob, I love that quote. I really, really do. And um, I, I'm familiar with Wayne as well, even even as an you know an Englishman based in 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 the UK. Uh, still very, very familiar with that sport and uh, and what Wayne brought to it. But look, how how do you apply that quote to let's say your everyday life and work? Well, basically, it's. I mean, when you start out, this when you. When you start with recruiting, there are lots of naysayers out there. Yeah. Lots of people out there will just, you, know, you can't, it can't be done. You don't have the expertise. You don't know anybody out there. I thrive on that. Right. I mean, I, I see that as a personal challenge that, you know, you, you're telling me I can't do it. I'm going to show you I can do it <laughs> and I'm going to prove it. And you, you go after it. So if you don't go after it, if you don't take that, that shot, you're never going to realize it. You're never going to reach that potential. Yep. So, and you're always going to miss. Always going to miss. Always going to miss. Yeah, that's right. You're 100 percent guaranteed never to make it. <laughs> um, so go. Sorry, Bob. No, that, that's it. I was just saying. So go for it. Fantastic. Good advice. Um, now, Bob, look, I know that uh, you've worked around the information technology space for you know a long time, thirty years plus. Um, before moving into recruitment and, and the recruitment that you do. Um, I know that behind everybody that's ever successful, there are normally challenging times and 
you know, specific times of adversity. What would you describe as your greatest failure in, in recruitment or in your work before you, you came to the point that you are today? Okay, just a little bit of background. I mean, my background before I got into recruiting was software sales. And I had, um, you know, I'd gone through the ranks with, you know, IBM and Oracle and all these big players out there. Sure. Um, probably, the, you know, you meet a lot of people, smart people, and great advice along the way. Um, probably the, the, when I got into recruiting, I, um, basically the one thing that I really learned the hard way yeah. was not spreading your losses, not, you know, focusing too much on one particular company or opportunity. Right. And, um, and when the day comes and invariably it will come where the company is going to call and say, you know what, we got it from here. Yeah. You know, we're going to. We're going to use our internal people, or you know, whatever the reason may be. Then you're stuck with, you know, with nothing. And so that, you know, that's happened before. And you, as a sales guy, I mean, I'll get really mad, and uh, for about a day, which proves nothing except, you know, you're human. Um, and then, you know, then the following day, you just say, you know, how do I, how do I learn from this? How do is this not happen again? And you take. You know, in this particular instance that I'm referring to, yeah. take that, you know, those, ex you know, candidates perhaps and just say, you know what, this is not the only game in town. This is not the only player in this niche. Yeah. And, you know, you move it over to, to player two. And then everyone that you had going here is now applicable over here. Yeah. And these people, the, you know, the second person that you've just engaged with have, you know, are feeling some immediate love, which is great. And um, that has really turned out to be a very, um, uh, a wise idea. I, I will tell you that. And you know, you don't want to spread yourself too thin. Sure. But you know, you also, you're in business to, you know, to stay in business. Yeah. And this is how, you, how I've done it. And you know what, Bob, that's such great advice. I, I speak to so many recruiters who, will tell me, you know, look, we've got some great business through this one client. It's their key account. Um, and, and uh, you know, I've seen so many businesses do so badly when that one account just stops recruiting for whatever reason. You know, new um, hiring authorities or uh, new technology comes in or somebody comes along, another recruitment firm comes along with a a better offering, a cheaper offering, and, and, and literally steals that business away from them. So I, I think great advice. You know, when our eggs are all in one basket, um, it makes our, our recruitment businesses very, very vulnerable. Um, so, Bob, look, for every one of us as well, there's usually that kind of light bulb moment where the whole thing just suddenly becomes really clear. Talk to us about that moment for you. When was that in your, in your recruiting career? Um, I would basically say that, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of a combination of what I just, what I just talked about, sure. which was, you know, don't, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Um, you know, it, it makes you wake up and realize that, you know, you got to put together a plan and you have to, you, you stay with your plan. Mm. You, um, and the plan can be you know, target accounts. It could be, and then once you've identified that particular target account, then you figure out, okay, well, who are the competitors out there? And then you can start, 
you know, start building upon this and then go after those from a business development standpoint and um, start building your business and creating an infrastructure that can support you on a, you know, on a, on a day-to-day basis. You know, finding one candidate um, is great for one company, yeah. but if you've got multiple companies with the same type of need, now you've virtually just found, you know, X number of candidates for, for them, which is, you know, it's, it's pretty advantageous. I think it's key advice, Bob. You know, I, I, again, our industry is littered with uh, recruiters that, you know, have one opportunity, one candidate, and when it when it when it comes off, everyone's happy. But when it doesn't come off, they've literally just cancelled out all of their options. So, to, to to be working on multiple opportunities with multiple candidates gives you the client and your candidates choice. And I think that. You know, that's really key, uh, really key in recruitment. Um, Bob, I'm really interested to know how you motivate yourself on a daily basis. You know, how do you stay motivated? And is there a a kind of a daily ritual for you? How do you get yourself kind of geared up in the morning? Well, I can tell you that um, my days start pretty early, um, which which is terrific. I mean, I cannot tell you how important that is for me and to really stay ahead of the curve because um, I get up I mean in my in my eyes it's pretty early it's five o'clock and I'm so if you figure a nine to five day that a particular person might work there's eight hours but if you get up at five and you start there's you know there's four hours there and maybe you work two hours on the tail end of that there's you know six hours times five you know you've got 30 hours plus if you've got any time that you put in over the weekend, yeah. you've basically got like an extra person there next to you. Yeah. And, you know, it's creating, it's not just being up and, and, you know, doing busy work. It's creating a plan that has direction. It is purposeful for mm-hmm. what you are trying to achieve. And you need to have a goal. You just can't wing it because yeah. that is not the way to do it. You have to have a plan and uh, create your tasks and your objectives that you know need to be accomplished. And you start early, man. Stay early, Bob. I I love that. You know, and it, it, it's really interesting. I'm not even sure we've shared this with each other, but um, I uh, on one of my training programs on the online program, I talked about this concept, the uh, 5 a.m. club, getting up at five o'clock and setting your days up for success and using what you described that 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 time um to be able to plan but also to to go to work on yourself and your goals so visualization and gratitude and um you know setting your days up for success and it's really interesting because from that uh online program this small movement has started to occur so i'm getting people thank goodness i'm still getting up at five i'm getting people tweeting me at five o'clock every morning just to check that I'm up and I'm moving around. Um, but it's a, it's an amazing time because it's free of interruption as well, don't you find? Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, it's real nice quiet time. And like you said, it's not necessarily, you know, I've got to, you know, contact Joe Smith at this company. You know what, they're, they're these, these intangible, not intangible, but they're, you need to talk to, your customers, yeah. the existing customers, and how important that is. Because yeah. you know, they they pay for your bills today and potentially tomorrow. Absolutely. So. 
Absolutely. Great advice there, Bob. Thank you. And Bob, look, I'm going to ask you to, to look into your crystal ball for a second. Um, uh, tap into that level of experience that you've got and either ask you, how do you see the recruitment industry developing over the next five years or how you would like the recruitment industry to develop over the five years? What would you say? Um, well, uh, you know, I, I think it's going to change on a couple different fronts. I think social media will definitely become more and more important. Sure. Um, I'm certainly finding that out now. Um, mobile, um, mobile devices, they're absolutely, you know, so if you've got a website that is not mobile friendly, uh, you're, you know, you need to make sure that that gets addressed. Sure. Um, but I think, you know, and those are more tactical things, technological. I think from a... Um, you know, from a recruiting standpoint, I think it's going to be, I don't think I'm, I, I'm fearful that it's going to go away. No. I think that especially as you go into areas of these high growth areas like technology, big data, yeah. the big data, there are companies that shoot off of that thing, you know, every day there, there are new companies spawning off. Yeah. And those smaller companies are going to need recruiters. They are. They, they don't have the horsepower to be able to find these specialized people. The larger companies, sure. I think they're just going to fold it all in and you're going to get that phone call one day and it's going to, you know, thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. So I, I think we're good from a from an industry standpoint. I just think we need to sort of adjust how we reach our, um, our audience out there. I think you're right. You know, it's that whole, again, something you mentioned earlier on in, in, in today's interview, the, uh, the power of niche. So, you know, that very specialized knowledge and experience and, and knowing who the players are and, and where to find, the, you know, the, the, the key talent, I think that's going to come to the fore. Um, and one of the other things that you mentioned as well is, is being small enough or nimble. So small on its own isn't good, but small and fast, very, very good within, you know, within a niche. Just get it, being able to get there quicker using tools like social media in terms of being able to identify and engage with that that candidate workforce, can I can I can I take that point and just go a little bit? Please, further? yeah. That you know, I really think that's. I mean, that's a real important point to make. You know, that smaller, you know, is is absolutely to your advantage. I can tell you that from working in very large companies, that you know the one a business an adage that I heard way back, which was. You know, it's better to better to ask for forgiveness than permission. And I'm not saying be a cowboy sure. or you know be like a wild man out there. Right. But I'm just saying that you know, larger companies, there's a process, and you have to go through this, you know, all these these steps, and make sure that you get permission to be able to talk to this person. Sure. You know, go for it and yeah. take that shot, and yeah. you know, go after it, and you know, you may get your hand slapped. But you know what? At the end of the day, you're going to make some real strong progress, real, real clear progress. Isn't there that expression, fortune favors the brave, I think springs to mind, right? There you go, right. <laughs> exactly. Brilliant. Bob, listen, thank you so much for, uh, for that. And I, I love that final point as well. Um, Bob, I'm keen to move you into our lightning round. So are you ready for the lightning round, Bob? Let me get my jacket on. I'll be ready. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Bob, first question. 
What's the number one thing that you see holding recruiters back from becoming more successful? Uh, distraction. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And it's kind of, it's that shiny new thing, isn't it? It's always, there's something <laughs> else going on. So distraction, good answer. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, you know, it can be a shiny new thing, whether it's on your desk or out the window or, you know, something that you looked up on the, on the web, Facebook or whatever. Sure. Um, distractions are, um, or, or even business goals. If you've got a, if you've got a mission, in my case, big data. Yeah. Um, which is pretty big in itself, yeah. but you know it's it's fairly focused. I'm not going to be going after application software and all this other kind of stuff. Sure. It's it's pretty clear. So not being listening to all that noise and not being distracted and going down these little rat holes that will prove to be to your um, uh, deficit. It's it's not going to be good because you're going to waste time and time is money. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Bob, what's the best piece of business advice you've ever received? Um, basically, I would say you got to put together, to, when you start this business, you need to start with a plan, yeah. a business plan. However, however, I think what you first need to do before that, you need to first look at your life plan and understand what your what your real objectives are yeah. what do you really um, what are you trying to get to and does this business that you're thinking of or that you're in does it really match what you're what you've got in mind yeah. and um, if they do match up then you need to dig into that business plan you just can't treat it cavalier and write stuff down on a piece of paper and say yeah I got my plan together you, you need to come back and you got to look at that and and um, and and work it absolutely stay with it. I think great advice, Bob, is, you know, sadly, there are so many people that think, you know what, I, I want a business. And so it's full steam ahead, they will do it with a business plan. But it, when it's not congruent with where they want their life to ultimately be, and sure. there's that that sort of um, discord that, you know, disconnect between right. those two things. It's one of the biggest reasons why I see businesses failing recruitment and other you know other types of business so yeah and I, I agree with that um bob tell us about something that you use in your business or you use personally that's working really well for you so some kind of software or hack or app or just a piece of kit what's working well for you in your business um yeah i wish i could tell you it was some jewel of a piece of software right uh, you know i it's still not. unfortunately i haven't found it there's a lot of things and i'm not a real tech heavy guy so um, I would say my my biggest ad, um, piece of you know the biggest thing that helps me is having a process right and understanding and, and understanding what that is and making sure that your entire team understands what's what your process is not only just on your team but also your customer I mean they're gonna they'll find value in that the more they buy into you and you into them um, there's there's a match there. Um, it's you know because you've got to you got to treat your customer you know with a different kind of respect. I mean, I think there are a lot of people that look at prospects out there or, or companies as just means to make money. Yeah, and and that's a bad rap. That's a bad um, cycle to get in, and um, you got to break that. And 
you know, the more you can befriend these people and get into their lives and, and just become more acquainted with them, it's going to really help out. You know, bad news, obstacles, issues, problems, that's going to happen, yeah. you know, regardless of the company. Sure. Um, but you got to treat these people right. And um, and because you know what? Because and it has absolutely happened to me time and time again, is that those people in the, that were your past customers will be referring other people to you. Yeah. I mean, I've fielded phone calls from VC companies. And, you know, I've got agreements with VC companies right now that I'm, you know, that I'm staffing in the big data uh, industry. And, you know, it's, and they're, and those vendors customers, I mean, we're, we're, we're taking on all sorts of opportunities. So it's, it's pretty exciting. So treat your customers, right? Keep a process um, in mind and, and I think you'll be fine. <laughs> Great advice, Bob. And you know me, I'm all about the process. If you can identify what that process is and you can rep sorry you identify it if you can document it and if you can replicate it you definitely are on the way to uh to, to, to business success in in recruitment specifically um i also think i get asked this question a lot about you know roy i'm not sure about what my unique selling point is my usp what makes us different um and un unless you can identify that it is hard, but unless you can really identify that, it, it's hard not to be one of those me too recruitment agencies. And I think one of the key ways that as recruiters we can distinguish ourselves from anybody else doing the same job as us or the same function as us is our process and, and, um, and being really proud of that, you know, making sure, as you said, everyone in your organization understands that process and is able to replicate it discuss it in exactly the same way as, as you would if, if the client was speaking with you and i think that's you know it's a real big key takeaway so thank you for that um bob what's the best business book that you've read ever uh little train that could now um <laughs> i would say that's right the last book that i read the, um you know what there there's one book that sticks out in my mind is the best book, and then I've got I've got a, a probably the scariest book. Right. Okay. Go listen. It's, with it's, the I think it's worth I think it's worth mentioning. Sure. Um, the best book is uh, a book called Street Smarts. Okay. Um, it's the Street Smarts an all-purpose toolkit for entrepreneurs. Wow. And it's by um, a gentleman. I'm trying to remember his name. Um, Norm. Berdansky, I'm pretty sure it is. Okay. Well, I, I, I'll put it, what is it? I was going to say, we'll, we'll check it. We'll put it in the show notes. So anyone who's not sure, we'll, we'll try. But you thought it was Norm Podansky. Norm Brodsky. That's what it Brodsky. is. Norm Brodsky. Okay. And um, um, I'm trying to think of the last, the Berlin game is the last name of the other gentleman. Okay. Um, but I, I will tell you that it's, it's extremely, was, you know, extremely helpful to me because it's kind of like, now, I'm dating myself here. Aesop's Fables. So I don't know if you've heard of Aesop's Fables. It's a, you know, a kid's story yeah. with, you know, with a metaphorical lesson at the end. Yeah. Which, you know, I was, you know, uh, we read those and they were lots of fun. And you got the lesson out yeah. of not just, okay, well, the, the, the rabbit pulled the, the thorn out of the, the lion's paw. Sure. You know, what's the real message behind that? 
And that's what this book goes into. It kind of breaks things down very elementary and uh, gives you some lessons, you know, the four takeaways that you should have out of this chapter. And they're very practical about setting price and building the business and et cetera, et cetera. So that's, that was probably my, my best and most helpful book. The scariest book was a book called Rework. Oh, yes. Okay. That's a little scary for me because, you know, it's, it is like the wild side, you know, you want to be, you know, I, I get it. And I, I understand that you, you just got to go for it and, you know, don't always follow this heavy process laden process. Yeah. Um, you know, you just got to go for it and you don't have to go by the old rules and they don't necessarily apply. True. But, you, you know, I think some of that does apply and it is good. Um, other parts of it, I get a little scared about, and just you know, you know, I wouldn't necessarily recommend that doing that. But okay, I think the overall takeaway on that book was was pretty valuable. Yeah, a little scary. <laughs> I agree with you. That that book, um, rework is it? Is it Jason Freed and Freed? Yes. Yeah, yeah, Jason Freed. Brilliant book, and I agree with you. It is scary. It's it's almost what it gave me was that vision of what things could be if you just completely took the reins off if if it was just a chaotic you know let's just go for this in a completely unfettered way uh, yeah. this is this is what could happen and yeah i agree that can be a bit scary at times mm-hmm. good 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 choice thank you for those sure. um bob my final question to you in, in the live lounge um if you woke up tomorrow morning with all the knowledge and the experience that you've got, but uh, career planners wasn't around, what would you do? Um, I know that sounds you know trite and like a staged answer, but I, I would absolutely do the same. Right. I would do it. I would do it. Hopefully, if I had to do it and get roll it back again, I'd be you know twenty five years younger. <laughs> um, but you know in in. I think this is a great place to be, um, really identifying um, th- th- there's great money to be made, there's, there are great friendships and, um, and bonds that can be created out of this. You don't need a lot of capital to get this going. You just need the initiative, need to get up and go, you're going to get knocked down, just keep on going. And you know, just don't get distracted. I think if you, um, and, and I've learned this more throughout my years is that, you know, I was distracted. You know, I would flip on different things and, and go down a different um, venue where I, I shouldn't necessarily be done. Sure. But the things that I've learned in the past, stay focused, keep a plan, get up early, and, um, and choose a sector that is growing, that is, um, you know, where there's not necessarily a lot of competition out there. Yeah. And uh, I mean, trust me, there, is, there are plenty of people out there in this field, but you know, where there's lots of dynamic company growth opportunity, it's a, you know, that's what you're targeting. And this is, I'd be doing the same thing right, right here. Good. And that's great to, it's great to hear. Uh, I think the industry would be a really dull place if you weren't in it, Bob. Um, so, Bob, listen, <laughs> we, um, unfortunately or sadly, we are coming towards the end. Um, but before we say goodbye, is there a final piece of advice that you have for us? Well, um, a final piece of advice. I would just, you know, I think I've kind of summed it up before. You know, stay focused, 
and um, you know you're going to get knocked down. There are absolutely going to be things that are going to get in your way. Um, push yourself. Go beyond where that is. Don't you know? Lick your wounds. Get up and go. And that is my uh, my biggest piece of advice because um, obstacles are coming if they're not already staring at you in the face. Just keep pushing through it. You'll you'll get there. Great advice. Thank you, Bob. Now, look, Bob, how can people get in touch with you and find out more about career planners? You know, how can they get in touch with you after the show? Okay, well, they can certainly hit my website, which is cpsi-tech.com. I think it'll probably be on the, um, on the bio at the sure. bottom. Um, I've got a Twitter account, and, um, you know, we're, we're, we're out there. And my email is certainly on it if you need it. It's going to be bkelly. B-K-E-L-L-Y at cpsi-tech.com. Bob, that's brilliant. Thank you so much for being a guest today in the Recruiters Live Lounge. I've really enjoyed speaking with you and finding out more about your journey. Thank you, Bob. Great. You're welcome. Thank you. Next time you're down here in sunny Florida, come on and visit. I, I promise you I will. Now, listen to everyone that's listening, that's watching this episode You've been tuned to another episode of Recruiters Live Lounge. To make sure that you get every single episode delivered to your inbox or to your, uh, your, your mobile device, ensure that you subscribe. To go to recruiterslivelounge.com, subscribe to be able to get each episode, or if you're listening to the podcast, get onto iTunes and subscribe to the show. Thank you very much for joining us in the Live Lounge today. Look forward to speaking with you soon. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Recruiters Live Lounge with Roy Ripper. Join us next time for more insights and incredible success journeys to help you be a better recruitment business leader. What would it feel like to get all of your back office administration done under one roof? EasyPay provide funding, payroll and back office services to support your recruitment business. EasyPay want to offer one month's free fees to any new customers who come through Recruiters Live Lounge. Just go to easypayservices.co.uk forward slash rec live lounge.